Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to Music in My Life with me, Laura Wright, the show where we talk about the music we love so much, our relationship with that music and the role it plays in our life. What is it about music that taps into our emotions and why does it make us feel a certain way? We're back with another episode full of listeners' choices. This week, I asked you to tell me what was the last song that you played. There were some entertaining responses and some really interesting ones. I couldn't get through all of them, but I promise we'll keep asking you all sorts of questions about music and telling you about the stuff you want to listen to. Let's get started with a more lighthearted choice. So uh, we're going to start with a nursery rhyme, and I'm going to tell you a bit more about the background of this song. It's heads, shoulders, knees and toes. This came in actually from a really, really close friend of mine, and I know that because she has a little one like me, so I know that she has this song on repeat in the house most of the time. It is a classic children's song. I'm sure we all know the words very well. And it's something that, as I say, has been played. I think, I mean, I dread to look at the amount of plays it's had on something like Spotify, but traditionally sung for and with children. However, there's some interesting background, as I said, to this piece and where it's come from. It's actually originally a piece of music called There is a Tavern in the Town, and it was made famous by the singer Rudy Valley, which dates back to 1883, can you believe? It's one of these traditional folk songs that seems to have just stayed along generation to generation and been passed down through family members, etc., and recorded by artists like him. But actually, that original song, There is a Tavern in the Town, sung to the same tune, was actually associated with Trinity University College, And his version became very, very iconic. And in fact, there were two versions released, one which actually had a lot of laughter on it. Back then, as we've talked about so many times, there wasn't an opportunity to auto-tune things or to pick apart a recording and redo certain aspects of it. So when he lost it with laughter midway through, that was it. So there's a very funny version online that you can listen to with plenty of laughter. And there's also one that actually has much more singing and, uh, and more of the lyrical content, which goes like this. There is a tavern in the town and there my dear love sits him down and drinks his wine mid laughter free and never never thinks of me fare thee well for I must leave thee do not let parting grieve thee and remember that the best of friends must part adieu adieu kind friends adieu 
So it's a bit of a drinking song, it seems, and one that you'd sort of prop up the bar with. Definitely not something that you'd sing to your toddler (laughs) or your baby. Um, But we're going to have a little listen now to that version that came out many, many years ago and to see if you can sing along to the tune of Head, Shoulders, Knees and Toes to this. For you and I to say goodbye Adieu, adieu, kind friends, adieu Yes, adieu Oh, I can no longer stay with you Stay with you Oh, oh, I'll hang my heart on a weeping willow tree Fare thee well, fare thee well, fare thee well And now I see him nevermore Nevermore He never, never knocks upon my door On my door Oh, oh So you can definitely hear there where the melody from Head, Shoulders, Knees and Toes comes from. But of course, that was with very, very different lyrics. And you could also hear that call and response technique that we have in music. So he would sing, there's a tavern in the town. And the response would be, in the town. And actually, we had an episode a little while ago all about sea shanties. And there's a lot of similarities there as well with that call and response idea. Um, It's a great musical idea to use for something that gets every one joining in and that's why these kind of pieces of music became drinking songs because it was this chorus part that everyone could join in with so it felt like even if you weren't a singer you got to join in with the music that was a really up-tempo version as I say full of laughter full of joy and quite a quick tempo as well but I want to play you something before we hear the one that we all know and love head shoulders knees and toes I want to play you something that is uh same as the original by Rudy Valley but but much more somber much more emotional much more melancholy, in fact. And this is one that was uh, come from the BBC programme Ripper Street. And it was from an episode called Ashes and Diamonds. And the person singing it is Charlene McKenna. And she played the character of Rose Erkstein in this programme. It's from the third season. And it's It's a much slower ballad-like version of this song. And I think it's just a really good example of showing us how it may be the the same dots on the page. So if you look at a piece of music, it might look the same. But it's all about how we lift that piece of music off the page and how we represent it when we perform it live. So this is a really good example of two very different sounding songs. Let's have a listen to this one now. go very very different feeling that one and something that makes you think oh there must be a very very sad story behind it so we have to play the original one and I I feel like I need to put a caveat here or a spoiler alert to say that this song is now going to be in your head for the rest of the day I mean at least I'm not playing baby shark that's all I can say but this is a version by Mr Tumble aka Justin Fletcher Uh, I think for me, this this guy as well, I'd love to have him as a guest on the show because I think he's done so much for children's music. I think he's really changed the scene around uh, disability as well and children being involved in so many things on television, just getting out there to a wider audience. And although the music that he represents is so fun and full of laughter, full of joy, there is often a little underlying meaning behind it. And this might seem like a really simple, really silly song to sing with children. 
but you're communicating with them through music and it's something that makes everyone feel like they have a common goal. So I think it's really great. Um, so there's my serious part of head, shoulders, knees and toes. Only Laura could make that serious in an episode, couldn't she? <laughs> um, let's have a listen to some of Mr. Tumble's head, shoulders, knees and toes. Now let's miss out head and shoulders. Knees and toes, knees and toes. Oh. Knees and toes, knees and toes and eyes and ears and mouth and uh, uh, head. Oh. I said head. <laughs> I think I need more practice. Right, let's miss out head, shoulders and the knees. It's just the toes. So there as well, really, really um, quick tempo, uplifting beat there. And also, let's not forget, it's not just the lyrics that we're listening to. For children who are joining in, that's in 4-4. Four, four. So 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3, 4, which is a very simple time signature. It means that children can join in. They can clap along. They can do an off the beat. You know, it's about learning the rhythm. It's about learning how music is put together, melody, all the different sounds. And of course, they're learning body parts at the same time. So as much as we may hate listening to it over and over again, it sure does work for entertainment reasons. Let's listen to another piece of music. This is by Jack Garrett. It's called Mara. In fact, let's have a listen to it first, and then I'll tell you a bit more about this song, but see what you think of this one. I came to be here in the garden I came to walk alone To hear the quiet conversation Between my footsteps and the stone such a good song thank you to uh, whoever sent this in we'll keep everyone anonymous for today but great great piece of music and a great artist with a very interesting story that I'd like to tell you a bit more about before I do that I'm going to read some of the lyrics as well I came to be here in the garden I came to walk alone to hear the quiet conversation between my footsteps and the stone I came to find some self-acceptance I came searching for my truth but something's going to tell me where to go. It's far too dark to look. I can see you, Mara. I see you standing there. You're with me in the dark. I hear your questions in the air. Oh, Mara, why do you stand there? Right, so who's Mara is exactly what I thought when I heard this. I looked into it a little bit. Mara is someone who arrives. So this is in, it's a Buddhist myth. And it's a demon who's named Mara. And this demon attempts to disrupt Buddha in his garden. And instead of sending this demon away, Buddha invites Mara to sit and to have tea with him. And Jack Garrett said of this song, I read it at a point in my life when I was having really, really aggressive, intrusive thoughts. So this whole song is about that. It's about an intrusive thought coming in and just asking that thought to have tea. Why have you come here? How can I help you? Can I lay in bed for you? Do you need to nap? He, he also said a lot of songs are unresolved as well for that exact reason. They don't pose questions and then answer them. It's not like Jack felt sad and now he feels better. It's Jack feels sad and he might do all the time. Next song. And I think that is such an honest kind of version of events for him as a singer, but also as a person. And when we look at different artists who write original music, and he is a great songwriter, 
they have to wear their heart on their sleeve and they have to tell you the truth. And that's where good music happens. But it can be quite vulnerable. It can be quite fragile. This song is six minutes long. So it really has one of those, which I love. This is my favorite kind of song where it starts small and it's just this big, 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 big curve. And we're going to play you another section in a little bit that shows you how big this song gets. Um, It's very soulful and it is actually quite recently released. So released in 2000 or 2020, we say, don't we? And it was his first new music after four years without releasing anything. I don't know if you guys remember, but he won the Brits Critics Choice Award and the BBC Sound of 2016. So in the same year. And he actually said of that award in recent interviews when releasing this new music that it screwed him completely. He's been really open about how much pressure that put on him as an artist, how people who had won it before he felt the pressure to follow in their footsteps musically, how um, he really had always suffered with anxiety and and it just made things worse. So again, a very, um, just a very open and honest account of, of how his life sort of changed after that. And he also said that he wrote an entire album and then scrapped it before releasing any music. So during that sort of four year hiatus, But when we listen to this first section again that we just heard, I'm going to repeat that for you. I want you to listen to that line, I came to walk alone. Because on alone, the chord changes, the music changes, and that means the emotion changes. And it's a really good example of how music can cleverly do this and find its way into our thoughts and our emotions. So let's hear that first section again. I came to be here in the garden I came to walk alone To hear the quiet conversation Between my footsteps and the stone So good. I hope you heard that. Very, very subtle change, but something that just makes us question what's happening there lyrically and musically. Um, and very, very clever songwriting, I think. So let's go to about three and a half minutes into this six minute epic soundscape. It turns into a bit of a banger. Um, there's some really heavy harmonies. There's real strength and power to the music at this point, but not for long. He takes it right back. And it's almost like he shows us this window into this huge sound world and then comes right back to that minimalistic approach that we hear at the start of the song. It's a bit of a roller coaster emotionally, musically for me. And I really have fallen in love with this piece of music. So if you didn't know it, I hope it's new for you. Let's hear this epic part towards the end of the piece. Have you come here weak and hungry To feed upon the scraps Do you sit patient There you go. So again, showing the real depth to his songwriting there, Jack Garrett. And I think also for me, what comes across is how we sort of balance on a knife edge with our emotions all the time. And... I know definitely I wear my heart on my sleeve and sometimes I just think, ah, there's too many thoughts in my head. And then you come right back down to that sort of what comes after that frustration and that sort of um, outlet of maybe it's anger, maybe it's crying, maybe whatever it is. And then suddenly you come back to this very, this stillness again and, and sort of 
I don't know, just a moment of calm. And I feel like that's what he shows us with his music. And again, I think the more honest you can be with songwriting, the better the outcome. And that is a great example. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen... Listen, bitch. Oh, Listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bear, in the house. <laughs> I will. I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah, yes. let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird <laughs> dance moves. Yeah, nothing then. Yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Let's move on to a very different genre of music. This is something that came in that was a classical piece, so I thought it'd be nice to talk about something classical. It's a very, well, okay, wait, hang on a second. When we talk about classical music, it's a very broad range, okay? It's a genre that covers lots and lots of different styles. When we talk about classical crossover, that's what this piece of music is. So although the style of singing is classical, the structure itself musically and the instruments in terms of the classical world are there, but they're not necessarily strictly classical. It's a very muddy conversation to have. It's a difficult thing to to work your way around, but there are many different facets of this genre of music. So we're talking about crossover, classical crossover now. And this is Time to Say Goodbye by the singer Andrea Bocelli, as well as Sarah Brightman. So again, it's kind of an interesting story with this one. This was released as a solo for him, uh, a single as well. And he's a tenor, so he's got a higher male voice. And it did really well, but actually it was the duet version that soared. And that was for a few reasons. Firstly, because it gave, um, they had an English title to the song. 
Uh, and that meant that, of course, English being quite a universal language, it just spread further and spread wider. And so the appeal was greater. But the uh, the lyrics that are sung by both the tenor and the soprano, so Andrea Bocelli and Sarah Brightman, are in Italian. And there is also something very romantic about Italian as a language. And I think very romantic about this piece as well. So what we'll hear is right at the very start, the strings come in. There's nothing else. And the strings are used um, not only being bowed, but also being plucked. So pizzicato as well. And that gives us a rhythmical sense within the music, but played on a stringed instrument. So very, very soft, very, very subtle. Um, and as the voices come in, they follow the voice and the melody, the strings, they uh, echo each other and they're in unison together. Um, and that's really unusual as well in terms of music. We don't often hear that. And it's a really lovely way to have a sense of movement within a piece, have a sense of excitement moving towards the chorus that we hear. If you have sung this piece, hats off to you. I have. I've definitely made up some Italian in my time because the words move quick and very fast. But they are Italian and beautiful for a reason. So if I read you some of the Italian, Quando sono solo sogno l'orizzonte e manca le parole, si lo so che non c'è luce una stanza quando manca il sole. Se non ci sei tu con me, con me, su le finestre mostrai tutti il mio cuore che hai acceso, chiudi dentro me la luce che hai contratto per strada. Now I'm terrible at Italian, but that was my, uh, my effort at it. However, in English, I don't think they sound quite so beautiful. When I am alone, I sit and dream, and when I dream, the words are missing. Yes, I know that in a room so full of light that all the light is missing, but I don't see you with me. Close up the windows, bring the sun to my room. Through the door you've opened, close inside of me the light you see that you met in the darkness. So evocative words, but for me, the Italian is what makes this so, so beautiful when it's sung. Let's have a listen to some of it now. So that was Sarah Brightman's voice you heard there at the start. Um, again, a soprano voice. So soprano and tenor often sing together because they both have the higher range in terms of vocal capability. So they sit really well together. And then we're going to hear another section that's later on. And it, of course, has this very, very grandiose feeling. The whole orchestra is now involved. The, the male voice, the tenor voice, Andrea Bocelli, really up there in the higher register. It's it's very beautiful and I think I think the reason why this song is so loved is simply for that moment where they say time to say goodbye. It's very clever in terms of the verse structure of this song moves quickly and then the chorus is really open and legato and long and I think that's maybe why we pay particular attention to that moment in the piece. Um, it is a great piece of music, let's hear it in full swing.
makes me want to sing. There as well, we heard just the very, very start of a, a key change. And again, that's something that, yes, cheesy as it is, it is uplifting. It does take things into the next gear, takes it up a notch. And um, yeah, and it does sort of lift our mood as well, I think, along with the music. Um, now we're just going to hear the very, very end of this piece because I think it's a nice opportunity for you all to get involved, as long as you're not somewhere like a library or um, a library's even open yet. Uh, or somewhere that's quiet, essentially, or have a sleeping baby on your arm, perhaps. Take a deep breath from low, low down in your belly and see if you can hold this note as long as they do, because it is very impressive. Here it comes. Wowzers! Very, very long note there. So that was a little bit more information about Time to Say Goodbye by Andrea Bocelli and Sarah Brightman. I think this piece was released around 1996 and it was released first in Germany. There were some of the lyrics that were, as I say, changed in the original version and actually it was used as a theme song for the final match of boxer Henry Mask. He was at that time the light heavyweight champion of the International Boxing Federation. Uh, they'd had Vangelis' Conquest of Paradise previously played and sort of promoted during one of his fights. So they liked the idea of having this sort of big occasion. And as we know, all these boxers who walk into the ring, they have ring music. So when it was turned into a duet with Sarah Brightman, they actually decided to perform this at one of his matches, which was in November 1996. And it drew an enormous television audience of over 21 million. That is a lot in 1996, my goodness. And they performed it at the opening of the match. And it was used again as well when he left. And I think that really put them on the map as this, you know, dynamic duet that really, really captured people's attention. And also, I think a great example, again, of of music and sport coming together to really lift the mood. And I think music can be a great calling card for the beginning of a match, the anticipation of something that's about to happen, building up that excitement for the audience. I think it's such a great way of doing that. So a great idea. And of course, still now we have music played uh, live or on a track for boxing matches and all sorts of sporting occasions. Let's move on to um, a really interesting piece of music by Mark Knopfler. And actually, it's a duet which was recorded this version. Uh, It's Mark Knopfler and James Taylor. Um, So this is from his second studio album. It's called Sailing to Philadelphia, which is also the name of the album. As you know, Mark Knopfler um, from Dire Straits, lead singer and guitarist. He's a singer-songwriter. And James Taylor is best known for his song Fire and Rain and his recording of Carole King's You've Got a Friend which actually a lot of people think he wrote, but it was Carole King who wrote that song and he did sort of record the perhaps the most famous version. So this piece of music, Sailing to Philadelphia, is, uh, I think you can hear that sort of dire straits, in, that influence immediately for me. It's very obvious, but it's actually a really beautiful piece of, well, this is what's interesting. It's called Roots Rock. So Roots Rock is rock music that looks back to rock's origins in folk, blues and country music. It is really associated with this hybrid subgenres, which is from sort of 1960s. So blues rock, country rock, southern rock and they were responses of this whole thing of progressive rock so I know that sounds quite confusing but 
I think it's really interesting to know where this folk influence comes from within rock, uh, because it's, you know, we think of rock, we think of head, well, I do, I think of head banging, I think of really loud, intense music, great music, some of the best music out there. But we don't think of it as uh, perhaps the lyrical content of this particular piece and that folk sound that I really love. The lyrics that I am Jeremiah Dixon, I am a Geordie boy, a glass of wine with you, sir, and the ladies I'll enjoy. All Durham and Northumberland is measured up by my own hand. It was my fate from birth to make my mark upon the earth, etc., etc. Roots music is also often used to mean folk and world music. And it's also sometimes used in a broad sense to describe any rock music that incorporates elements of this music. So as I said before, it's like, you know, it does, it is a very big genre of music, but it's quite a nice way of describing the kind of sounds that we're going to hear. Let's have a listen now to Sailing to Philadelphia. We are sailing to Philadelphia A world away from the coldy tide Sailing to Philadelphia To draw the line The Mason-Dixon line I love it. Really nice and totally not what I expected when I saw that it was Mark Knopfler. But there we go. I hope that's another sort of new piece of music for some of you out there. Lastly, we're going to talk about a pretty old school. Well, they're a duet, a French musical group, in fact. And not a duet, sorry, a duo, a French musical group of two musicians, Mikhail Sanchez and Eric Mouquet. And It's a pretty unusual genre of music, and that's why I wanted to play some of it to you guys today. It's sometimes called ethnic electronica. I mean, what does that even sound like? But essentially, we're mixing ethnic sounds with electronic sounds, dance beats, chill out beats. Um, this, This band were nominated for a Grammy Award in 1994 for Best World Music Album. And in 1995, they won the award for the album Bohème. They also became World Music Awards winner, which is the French group with the highest uh, world sales in 1995. Now, this is what was really funny is that if you go online and you, you watch some of their music, I'll tell you their name in a second. There are so many comments of people saying literally exactly what happens to me when I listen to it, which is this nostalgic uh, memory from being in a car journey with my mum on the way to school. And it's like these people online are saying, honestly, it's hilarious. They're like, I can't believe I found this music. I remember it from when I was like nine years old. My parents would play it all the time. It was always on in the car. Like I loved it, but I didn't really know why. And I mean, you listen to this music and it is very unusual. They're called Deep Forest. And um, Mikel Sanchez, who's one of the two musicians, he came up with this idea of mixing the native Baca, pygmy spoken word, with modern music after hearing some recordings of those tribes. So that's a tribe. The the Baca pygmy um, is a tribe that basically they're like one of these tribes in the world that are, you know, those few undiscovered tribes who still live sort of completely off the grid. And he found some spoken word of these tribes basically talking and maybe singing, but but more sort of tribal sounds, chants. And he mixed it um, with just this electronic idea of music and 
different sort of styles of beats. So it's a really interesting, really, really interesting idea, concept. And I hope it is nostalgic for you guys to listen to today. So let's have a listen to some of Deep Forest. an amazing sound to me that because it's really uplifting but it's very very unique and it's something that does just take me right back to that sort of right back to your childhood I think but it doesn't sound that old it does sound a little bit dated perhaps but it still sounds unique and different and unusual which I love that's it for this week's listener episode I'll be asking some more questions over on social media about music for my next listeners episode, so keep your eyes peeled. We have a really cool guest on next week's episode, so I hope you'll give that a listen. And in the meantime, if you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review and follow. And I will see you next time, or you'll hear me next time on Music In My Life. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Take care. Bye. I really hope you've enjoyed today's podcast and I'd love to hear about your favourite piece of music. So make sure you pop a comment on Apple Reviews with your song choice and the story behind it. I'm going to be reading out some of your stories in an upcoming minisode. Also, we've now put our guest song choices in the show notes. So if you want to hear any of their songs again, you can find them there. Thanks so much, guys, and see you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.